welcome to another episode of Elevated Insights, a TCSD podcast. I am Dr. Mark Ernst. I'm the superintendent of schools. And today we are coming to you from Blue Peak High School and the Community Learning Center, which is one of our more unique buildings in the school district. We have several programs here. We have a, a high school. We have a special education transition unit. And we also have a whole bunch of career and technical education classes. And joining me today is our director for CTE, Chrissy McLaughlin, and one of our teachers, Clint Thompson, who uh, instructs cybersecurity and IT. So Christy, will you tell us a little bit about who can come and take CTE classes here at this building? Um, that's the exciting thing about this is that we bus students from every single high school in the valley to come take classes every single day um, here at, at the CLC. Um, we bus from Stansbury, Twilla, and Grantsville. And um, we mainly have juniors and seniors. Um, we do like kids to, to be on track to graduate and have taken care of their core classes. And they come here really to explore and, and chase their passions, things yeah. that they're really interested in. That, that, that's amazing. And, and I know we have a lot of different CTE classes throughout the school district. So what are some, and, and you, can, you can focus some here that are in this building, but also let us know what's available at the home high schools. So the CLC kind of fills that, uh, those more capstone kind of classes. So it's, it's dental assisting, biotechnology, cosmetology, culinary arts. We have a really great protective services, IT, engineering, computer programming, and graphic design. So that's what's housed here at the, the CLC. Now, a, a lot of uh, CTE does exist in every single high school. Are, are your kid's probably taking a CTE class and you don't know it as a CTE class because they're taking it because it's fun. Yeah. Um, it's a foods class. It's an auto shop class. It's a business class. Um, but these are all exploring careers and trying to help the student make a connection of something that maybe they are passionate about um, and, and trying to, to help them form a pathway. We use the word pathway a lot in CTE, meaning that we want the students to explore and then to explore a little bit more. Stick with it. Make a connection with a teacher. Make a connection with, with a program or something that you're interested in. And then take another class. Um, we're really big on following through and not just taking a whole bunch of, of exploratory classes, but really diving in um, and, and learning some skills, some industry skills. Yeah, that's really neat. I, I remember one of, when I first became the principal of Grantsville High many years ago, um, I actually had a student make a big giant cedar chest and I, I paid her to do it and everything, but uh, it was part of her, one of her CTE classes, just hands-on experience to, to do that. Are you aware of any student success stories throughout the years as you've been in, in this position as our CTE director? I, I find it always exciting when I find out that a student has left a criminal justice class and is now working for a dispatch or um, that is working in one of the biotech um, labs along the Wasatch Front. That's always thrilling. But, but one success story that um, I always think about and resonates with me is that we did have a student 
um, that had some special needs and some learning challenges. This, this is not a typical student, and this particular student really wanted to be in dental assisting. And um, our instructor here, Brianna Rounds, was amazing. And she took the student under her wing, and she taught the student how to sterilize dental equipment. Not the full course, but, but just taught the student a really great industry-relevant skill. That student to this day is successfully thriving in a dental um, practice sterilizing equipment. Mm. And I think that just kind of conveys what CTE is all about, yeah. that it is for everybody and it is to help lead them to future careers. Yeah, that, that's amazing. Uh, another dental assisting story uh, my daughter took the dental assisting class here at the CLC and graduated in the end of May. And I believe by the middle of July, she was a working dental assistant. And she did that for many years, got her bachelor's degree, completely debt-free, paying for it because she was a dental assistant uh, that she learned here, here in Twila County School District. And uh, even to this day, uh, a, the doctors will call her asking her if she'll come in and sub when they're, when they're, one of their assistants is out. So yeah, just a great, great opportunity for our students. I know that a lot of our students through these classes get hands-on practice. They can just dig right in and do it. And Christy will have you talk about some hands-on experiences and then Clint will have you. So Christy, talk to us about some of the hands-on stuff that students get to do? Uh, I, I think that's the, the fun thing about CTE is, is our mission is to provide real-world, industry-relevant skills in the classroom. Our dental, our dental assisting classroom looks like a dental office. Our, uh, our culinary arts is a, is a state-of-the-art commercial kitchen. Um, in our cosmetology um, class, you will be cutting hair. These are classes that are driven by industry advisory boards that we make sure that these are industry standards and skills that, that students are learning. It, it's not worksheet. We want them to be as real world and as industry relevant as we can make them. But it is not a worksheet. You will be working. Yeah, you will be working. No, no doubt about it. I know one of the things here at the CLC is the students get to do a lot of hands-on stuff. And Clint, I know in your class, there's some hands-on experience items that your students get to do. Can you tell us about some of those uh, those hands-on experiences that students get when they come and take a class from you? Yeah, so it's really important to flesh out the learning experience, um, not just book learning, but flesh it out with some kinesthetic stuff, especially when it comes to the technology. Um, we, in my computer systems class, we have the students build computers. So we learn all about the components of the computers, how they work, all the theory behind it, and then we actually have them spec out some parts and buy those parts and then build a PC. So it kind of starts out low stakes, but then it gets higher and higher stakes the more they learn and they can build those PCs. Um, one of the, the fun ones that we've been doing every year since 2016, I think, is um, we do a, a, launch, a weather balloon launch to the edge of space. Linux, one of my classes, Linux, it's, it's a lot of command line. It's a year of command line and that can get a little bit dull and so I asked my students in 2016, I said, how can we spice this up? And they said, well, let's send something to space. I said, all right, let's, let's do that. So they devised a system and um, we use weather balloons and we attach a payload to the weather balloon and we, we launch it to the edge of space. 
Um, once there's no more atmosphere, the balloon expands and bursts and then tumbles back to the ground. So after our first success with this, we started putting cameras on board those yeah. to get some shots. Um, as time went on, we started adding experiments. So going from my department to uh, the engineering department as well. So the engineering department would create a capsule and make some experiment, experiments, come up with some ideas, and then we'd collaborate on that um, in a kind of a customer situation where we've got, we've got something we want built, engineering class builds it, then they put their experiments on board, and then every May we launch those experiments to the edge of space. So that makes for some pretty, pretty cool adventures. Yeah, that's amazing. I actually remember I was over here a couple years ago and you guys were, I think, testing out how much weight the balloon could hold or something. We were in the back and they were sitting something up and yeah, it was really neat to see the yeah. kids experiment with that. Yeah, we were, what we were doing is we were testing transmission. Can we communicate with the capsule yeah. in the sky? Um, what we've got going on this year is something really, really special um, with the International Space Station. So the International Space Station is orbiting the Earth at 17,500 miles per hour. Just a slow speed. Slow speed. <laughs> so they see a sunrise um, every 90 minutes. Wow. And um, they've, it's been continuously occupied now for over 20 years. Wow. Um, and they have their own sophisticated ways of communicating via satellite with the ground. But they've also got on board some ham radios. Right. Um, and it used to be that any any ham radio operator could just get on there and uh, talk to the astronauts. Oh, wow. Of course, it's line of sight, so you've got to you've got to do it between horizons. So it comes over the horizon in the west, and before it sets in the east, you've got to talk to them until that got super super popular to the point where there's an organization that actually kind of helps arrange scheduled contacts with the astronauts, um, and it's kind of a competitive thing. Yeah, um, you got to have some some boxes checked in order to apply. And so I applied last year in order to us, for us to have a contact this year. And we were awarded that contact. Um, so in April, uh, exact date to be determined because NASA's astronaut schedules are kind of fluid. Yeah. Um, they will block out their schedule for them to listen for a phone call, well, a radio call from this school using a radio station that we are building in my classroom. And we'll call them, we'll have about a 10 minute window um, from when they peak above the western horizon and fall below the eastern horizon wow. for students to ask questions. And so pretty hands on there and we're involving everybody. We're invo involving Blue Peak, we're involving the transitions program, uh -huh. all of the, the CTE kids here as well, where we're trying to come up with good questions to ask astronauts because yeah, you got a short amount of time we got 10 minutes and as many <laughs> questions as we can get in on those 10 minutes as um as possible that's what we're doing that's great do they uh is it just radio do they provide a video feed as well so they can see them or so yeah so my students will be producing this using a linux-based uh obs uh, media server where they're going to feed the camera from the audience the kids in the audience have a close-up of uh the microphone where we're talking but then he's also going to be um, showing a map of where the ISS is, as well as live images from the International That's Space great. Station. So we're not going to be able to see them live talking uh -huh. to us. We'll be able to hear them. Um, but we're going to have imagery um, of the ISS, where it's at, and what it looks like on board. That's amazing. That, that, that's got to be just a highlight for you as a teacher, but then also for them as a student. It, yeah, because how many kids can say, I got on the radio and talked to an astronaut yeah. in space today. 
Yeah, that's not cool. not very many. <laughs> yeah, that's cool. Now I understand uh, at the time of this recording, you're about to head to the airport, right? right. And, and tell us where you're going because this is kind of cool. <laughs> okay, so I'm going to uh, Johnson Space Center. So I'm flying there this afternoon. Um, part of it is because NASA caught wind of our balloon watches and they invited me several years ago to come and present. And so every year I go back there to present and to handle some elements of this uh, astronaut contact. So I'll be at Johnson Space Center for the next few days. A little bit later this month, I'll be going down to Kennedy Space Center to work with some, some radios and um, do some prep there before our contact in April. Yeah, that's awesome. That's amazing. So Clint, I know also uh, through many CTE programs, including yours, students can earn certificates. So talk to, talk to us about the certificates that your students can earn. Okay, so we offer several in the IT program, which covers cybersecurity, cyber, well, a couple of cyber classes, Linux, and computer systems. Um, each of those have a, an industry certification that's related to them that um, when the students come, their student fees go toward these test vouchers. And these are pretty important certificates. These are job-ready certificates. Um, before I was a teacher, I was out in the IT field and I hired people and I fired people. And when I went to hire somebody, one of the things I looked at was, do they have an industry certificate? They may have a computer science degree, but do they have a certificate in the field that I'm hiring for? And I found that, and the industry finds that quite valuable. Uh, in fact, meeting with our advisory group um, in IT out here, they very much want, and in some cases are requiring, security industry certificates and Linux, uh, Linux certificates in order to even get a job on the ground level. We as, at the district, we actually might even require one of those. So what my programs do is they provide um, a, a voucher for this exam, which we prep for, the entire year so they can get a um, several different ones we offer um, but there, there are ones for computer systems um, and there are ones for Linux as well as as well as a number of them for cybersecurity and my goal is that every student who comes into my classroom leaves with an industry certificate at least one of them and several leave with several that's awesome that's amazing what, what a great opportunity for, for our students I recently heard from a student that, that was part of our very first um, space launch. And he and his buddy left here. Turns out, I didn't hear from much after they left here, but he and his buddy both got jobs at Google, huh. and some, making some big money over at Google. Um, it's fun to hear from students uh, after they leave um, their success stories, where they've gone. And yeah. they're doing some, some pretty neat things, and it's great to be a part of that. And who would ever thought by taking a class here at the Community Learning Center in Tooele what it would lead to? Exactly. Christy, talk to us a little bit about some of the plans to further expand our CTE programs throughout Tooele County. And how do you envision its evolution to meet the changing needs of both the students and the industries that will employ the students? This is an exciting time to be in CTE. We're building a new high school. And um, when you start thinking about that, what, what is a, an industry that's really important to our county? What does that look like? What does the future workforce from Twilla need? And, and one of the really driving, emerging 
careers out there is manufacturing and what that really looks like. Um, so we're doing something very unique at um, Desert Peak. We're going to have a manufacturing lab. Now students will design, they will create, um, they will do all the things, but they will do it with CNC machines. Because I think that is the relevant and the important skill for the future is that kids not only know how to do it, they're learning how to make a machine do it. And um, that programming, that talking, um, it's really going to be different than any other lab. Um, and I'm super excited for the, the students of Deseret Peak to, to see where they will um, take these, these skills. And, and, and it's exciting. Arena scheduling for our students, which is course selection, where they get to pick what classes they're going to take next year, that is right around the corner for us. So Christy, what does a student need to do if they want to take one of these CTE classes? The, the CTE classes are open to all of them. If they are here at the CLC, when you go into arena scheduling, it'll have a little C um, before it. And that, that way you will know you are taking a CTE class at the CLC. Um, but there is uh, a website that you can go and look and find all the pathways. You can talk to any CTE teacher or counselor um, just to really get a better idea. Um, a lot of times students don't know what they want to do. And they don't really know, but come take something that strikes a chord with you that you maybe have some interest in. And this is a great time to, to chase some passions and take something because you want to take it. Yeah, and I think also students uh, talk to their friends. They, I, I think one of the best advertisers for CTE classes is the stuff that kids carry in the hallways from their CTE classes or their, their friends telling them, man, I took the coolest class. We got to do this or that. Chrissy, is there anything else you would like our listeners to know about the CTE programs, the, the great experiences that they can have? Uh, here at the CLC or at their home high schools? Uh, I, I would just challenge students to, to go make a connection with the CTE teacher. Go get involved. If you, don't, um, if you don't feel like you really have a place, CTE has a place for you. We have several student organizations, and we have some of the most fantastic teachers in the state, and um, we're very lucky that way. Um, Go, go meet a CTE teacher in your, in your school. Take a class. I think you'll like it. That's awesome. All right. Well, thank you, Christy. And thank you, Clint, for helping us with this podcast and telling us all about the CTE offerings around the, the district and here at the CLC and specifically uh, about talking with astronauts. And Clint, you travel safe. And thank you all for joining us on this episode. Please remember to like, subscribe, and Give us a five-star rating with some good comments. And thank you, and be sure to listen next time. And remember to elevate yourself by elevating others.